When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bob Ryan, J.A. Adonda, Kevin Blackstone, Tim Kalashaw. That lineup, originals. It's like heads carved out of stone on a mountain. And because it's the draft, I have to say, you all have a high ceiling and soaring IQs and dog in you. Potential. Everything from the draft. Let's go. Happy young group. Paolo Boncaro says he didn't find out the Magic were taking him number one until 20 seconds before the pick was announced, and he never met with the team? We did a story two days ago, nearly laughing that Magic president Jeff Weltman said they were still evaluating. It was early in the process. He was telling the truth. We're going to start there with, with the stunner at number one. Orlando going Boncaro over Jabari Smith Jr., over Chet Holmgren, and doing it without ever meeting with him, without ever telling him. Bob Ryan, in all your years, have you heard of something like that? And can it work? I, well, I can work, number one. I mean, the reason being that he's the most efficient and uh, an all-around player under the discussion here. But, uh, okay. the, yes, it's surprising. You know, where I'm, I don't put a whole lot of stock in it. I don't care. But, yeah, it's a big deal of the people uh, because of Jabari Smith's reaction and all that nonsense, you know, which I uh, – too bad, kid. You know, you, you're going to be okay. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> but, but the thing about the interest to me about Boncaro is that he's not overtly dazzling. I kept waiting all year. I, I saw his opening game in New York in, in November at, at the Co- Coach's Classic. And, and I was aware of his high, uh, college, high school stature. And I waited and I saw him many times over the year. He doesn't dazzle. He's efficient. That's what he is. I'll just say okay. that. So, but, but the idea yeah. they never talked to him. Never, he didn't know. Yeah. You know, it doesn't no. matter. Well, that can totally work. All right. Blackstone, you see it that way? Well, here's the thing. I I bet you most of us saw him play his very first college game on national television. I bet you most of us saw him play his very last college game in the tournament. And I bet you most of us saw a bunch of Duke games in between. So how much more do you need to know about Ben Carroll than than what you saw? And he's coming from a program (laughs) in Duke that produces solid citizen um, uh, uh, athletes for the most part. Um, you know Coach K, and they worked out the other two guys, Jabari Smith and um, Ivy, who they were interested in, and for whatever reasons okay. decided to go with this solid guy who is the anti-Chad Holgram in the, in the sense that he's got a body that looks like he's been in the league for a All right, but you don't, you don't need to sit down with them and feel the vibes, <laughs> all right? Adande, can you just watch his games and be like, all right, we're taking him number one. We don't need to talk to him. Don't we, need to tell him. We definitely have the, the body of evidence, and I feel like with the number one pick, you need to go with the known entity. That's not a time to, to look at potential and upside. Maybe you go with Holmgren if that's what you're looking for. But at number one, I feel like you need to know what you're getting. As Kevin said, we saw this guy. Uh, I think he's the most skilled, the most NBA-ready right now of the top three picks. And he's also the most accomplished in his short time in college. His team went to the final Okay. Four. Oh, you, the other two guys I, I was, I was going down a wrong path team with you success there, Jay. matters. And 
for exhibit A, I say Dwayne Wade. And look at what he did in the tournament, and I think how that basically served as a good Oh, you're not comparing the two. You're saying a tournament NBA. run and then – okay, wait. I, it, it I was going be, in the wrong yeah. path where you said you know the guy – you have to know the guy when you take him number one. Well, they didn't meet him. They only watched him. I thought you were going the other way. With you know that. what he's about. You know what he is and who he is as a player. Maybe. You never talked to him. Tim Kalisher, how about you? Well, here's the thing, and I've heard of other NBA and NFL teams especially doing this. You don't want to meet with somebody because you want to surprise people. Orlando is the first team ever with the first pick determined to surprise people. <laughs> you don't have to surprise anybody. You got the first pick. You can meet with whoever you yeah. want. It doesn't matter. And, and they chose not to meet with him. And to my former Dallas roommate, KB, saying basically that all Duke's games are on TV, I think pretty much Gonzaga's games are on TV and Auburn's yeah. games are on TV. And you can watch all these guys all year long. So that's still not a good reason not yeah. to have a meeting with him. It's, it's bizarre. Uh, I think everybody's right. He's going to be a pretty good player. And, and Bob spelled it out. He's an efficient player. I doubt that he'll be Rookie of the Year, and I doubt that he will dazzle. Mm. Oh, all right. Look, look at you. You're already making predictions about Rookies of the Year and everything. Boncaro, one. Holmgren, two to Oklahoma City. Smith, three to Houston. Or any other, you know, picks. The, the emotion of Jaden Ivey to Detroit at five was just a wow while you're watching the broadcast. Tim, top of the draft, who do you think was the best fit? I think the best fit to me, and, and I've done a complete 180 on this, which is different from a flip-flop because it's based on a long uh, thought process and evaluation. Chad Holmgren has the highest upside. When I watched Chad Holmgren in college, I was like a lot of people, my gosh, he's too skinny. He can't play at seven feet and 195 pounds. But then when you, if you look at the numbers, and he's a 39% three-point shooter, he blocks a lot of shots. He was very good in the tournament before he fouled out. And, and I think you would look at him as a guy like Porzingis, hopefully an uninjured Porzingis coming into the league that could do those kind of things. I think he has a higher upside than any of the other players at the top. Yeah, Donde, biggest winner. Well if, you look, well, if you look at the direction or if you want to talk about fit, um, I, I agree with him and Shed Holmgren because look at what the Thunder did with the other guy they got last night in the first round, Usman Jang, who's long too. you got two long guys. So if they're deciding that the Thunder are getting longer, then this is <laughs> the, the, the right guy to get. If that's what you're prioritizing, length, then Shed Holmgren is the right guy. So if Sam Presti went in here with a plan and with the direction he wants to take the team, then guess what? He got the exact right guy. For so it sounds team. like you're, you're liking Holmgren maybe even over the bank. Carol, I like it for them. Oh, no, like it for no, them. Okay. no, no. I, I like it for what the Thunder are doing or what they appear to be doing. Kevin, was there a best fit in the top of the draft for you? Well, I thought that what the Magic did getting Bancaro was the right thing for them. I mean, you're talking about a, a team that was struggling to score the basketball last year, so they get a guy who can score. They needed more three-point shooting. He's a guy who's not a great three-point shooter, but you know from having watched him on television that he can step outside and hit the three as well. He can distribute <laughs> the basketball, and he's going to probably give you someone who you have to be least concerned about in terms of getting him NBA ready. So I think for them, that was solid. You know, Chet Holmgren still comes with those question marks about whether or not his body can hold up immediately and just how he's going to be able to perform in the NBA Bob level. Ryan. 
Paolo definitely will help the team, Orlando. they got a bunch of guys who scored 10, 11 points a game. They need somebody to score 17, 18. But I'll tell you who I think is a good fit with his team, and that's number four, Ivy, with Detroit and with Cunningham. I think they're going to go a five. Excuse me, a five. They're going to fit together very well, I think. Steal of the draft? I know Kalisha's already predicting who's going to be Rookie of the Year or whatever. All the questions, you, know, you have all the answers now, you know, very confident about this. Steal of the draft, Kalisha? Number 14 to get the big tw- Oshai Ogbaji. I said it very well there, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> big 12 Player of the Year, most outstanding player in the tournament, and he slides because he's 22 years old. The NBA is obsessed with age. <laughs> they love 19-year-olds. They hate 22-year-olds. They think they're ready to retire. I don't think he is. Yeah, you got a steal? I'm still, I've got winners, though, and the winners were some of the people that might have thought they were losers, some people that didn't get the highest picks that they thought they were getting, but they wound up with a guy that you might have wanted anyway if you had a higher pick. Jabari Smith to Houston at three. Jay Nivey to, to, uh, to Detroit at five. Those are picks that they might not have thought would have been available at those slots, and they got them anyway. KB. Well, I would say Jabari Smith just because he slipped from one, kind of picking up on J.A.'s um, uh, point here, and, and goes to Houston. And, you know, Houston has compiled all these top picks over the last couple of years and did a really great job this year because what did they need the most maybe? Defense. And where do you get that idea? Watching the Celtics and all the players that they have are versatile on the other end of the court. And that's one of the things that you get with a guy like Jabari Smith. Bob Ryan. My guy is a, a guy who went – about where people thought he might, but and now is Mark Williams. I think he's a growth stock. I think that he's a very, very good pick at 15. All right. So the New York Knicks, they made about six moves. <laughs> and it's all for maybe the Jalen Brunson gambit. Now, Tim Callis, show you covered the Dallas Mavericks for the morning news. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson is the object of that much affection. That. Is he worth all that? And, and can you explain the movement the Knicks made? I think you're leading the witness. I, I, I understand that tone you're using. Jalen Brunson is worth going after. He did score 42 against Utah before Luka came in to do it in game four to take the offense back over. But they were, he was averaging over 30 before Luka got into the playoffs. Uh, clearly, the Knicks are all in. They've hired his dad as an assistant coach. Their, his agent is the yes. son of the Knicks yes. president. This Leon is why Rose. we were asking the tone that you may be. You're, you're putting family. your own view. My, my tone was right down the line there. Uh, the, I mean, it was just so Knicks. They were able to boo a player who was only on the Knicks right. for about four seconds before they <laughs> traded him, and they made all those moves. Tradition unlike any other. Another, another tradition is the fashion. <laughs> you want to yell at a winner? Go ahead, Adonne. I know you're our clothes horse on the show. Got to go with Bancaro, right? The purple with the trinkets on it. What were those? What were those? Fire cell on the other side. Put out. <laughs> Around the Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. When it's so damn hard and the r- rules are put against you, because you know, the, the league wants parity. And I love that about the league. And that's what makes it tougher. This one's going to sting much more than others just because I think it was taken on. It was potential. I don't know. It's hard for me. This is going to be hard for me to speak. You're going to see what I mean when you see the winning goal. My heart breaks for the players because we probably still should be playing. That was two nights ago. The drama. John Cooper called it a tainted win for Colorado. Brought up the economics of the league. And, of course, we've all seen the video. You've, you've done the counting. We've all got six. We got seven. We got 13 on the ice. Who knows? And a conspiracy where stat sheets given to the media showing too many men and then taking it back digitally. Either way, here's John Cooper yesterday taking back the controversial too many men loss. Let's go. I apologize, you know, for last night um, because that's what you get when you have to speak to the media right away. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. can, we can do to turn back. They missed it. Uh, it's unfortunate, but it's uh, water under the bridge now. Tim, did he have to apologize? Should he take it back? And can the Lightning still feel like they were robbed in overtime of Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final? A lot of questions there, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, he needed to apologize because you don't want to have that hanging over. Although I, I give him high marks for the drama, for the tone of his voice uh, the other night. He was very good. <laughs> However, he's complaining about like the league conspiracy against you, conspiring against you. This is a team that was able to take uh, Nikita Kucherov and count him zero against the salary cap all year, hold him mm, out okay. until the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And then I believe he led the playoffs in scoring. Some teams had an issue with specifically, that. Specifically, though, so too many men on the specifically, ice. Yeah, yes, there were too many avalanche players on the ice. Uh, there's been too fast players on the ice all series. But there were too many men on the ice. However, a lot of it was Tampa Bay's uh, late change. They, they were on the ice a long time right before that change. Players were tired. Kadri still had to get past two defenders and make the shot. There was a lot. There were ways to stop it. Yeah, yeah. Can the, the Lightning still feel bitter about the way how it ended? No, well, I don't think he needed to apologize. He also didn't need to shoot that glance over to either the PR person or the league official and say, basically, it's the fault that I have to come out and talk to the media right after the game. Like, don't throw that person under the bus or the league under the bus. Um, but also, they shouldn't say that this is a conspiracy. and They shouldn't blame the loss on this non-call more specifically because Kadri still had to score the goal against Vasilevsky, who had been basically impenetrable over the previous 20 minutes of the game. And, and when facing clean breakaways, I think it only allowed one goal in the postseason. So the fact that Kadri still had to navigate around guys and get that puck past Vasilevsky, 
I'm giving all the credit okay. for that and not some arbitrary call that could have or could not have been called. I mean, it's a rule, Kevin Blackestall. You did the counting. Well, yeah. Were well, there too many men on the ice? Well, there were too many men on the ice, but the question I always ask anytime I see that situation is, did it create an advantage? And in that case, I don't think it created an advantage. I thought that Kadri made an incredible play on the puck, splitting two guys, firing past a Mount Rushmore goalie okay. in the history right. of the NFL. And, and the other thing I'll just say about Coach Cooper is you asked about him apologizing. He had to apologize because he impugned the integrity of the league. And you know he got a phone call okay. and probably didn't want to write that check. Well, You understand he's upset. It's game four, now game five in the Stanley Cup final. Right. If you're not in the mood, you get in the mood. Complain. Bob Ryan, I'm sensing everybody is just excusing this now, and you've all moved on from two nights ago. In, in many examples of sports, there's the spirit of the law and the letter of the law. And, and the fact, this, is, this would be like, the, in this case, clearly it was about the spirit of the law. And, and if you were to give Mr. Cooper, who understandably is upset, a, a little shot of tooth serum and say, let's watch this thing over as a neutral, and what do you think now? And he would have, have to have said, hey, this had nothing to do with anything. I, you know what I like in this, too? Supposing uh, Draymond Green wandered into the three-second zone for four seconds while Steph Curry was out right, there. We don't, we don't need comparisons and to basketball. We have it. It's enough of that. Kalashaw, back in. <laughs> well, I mean, this is big. He's still going. As someone who remembers 1999 and very late at night in Buffalo, Brett Hull scoring a goal, and everybody was off the ice, and people said, wait, it, was it this is? gate in the crease? The league conveniently changed the rule after the fact. He just said, yeah, that's legal now. We're not going to worry about that. So tonight, um, let, let me ask, how, how many men will be on the ice big. at the end I mean, of this, this one? This is to lose game four. <laughs> how many? What? How many cups are going to be on the ice? That's the other question. So oh, how Tampa well, responds, the season on the line, and how Colorado, 60 minutes away from lifting the Stanley Cup, the Avalanche, the Nordiques, everybody. J.A., what's the number one thing that decides tonight? Home ice. And I'm talking literally the playing surface, not just the arena and the fact that their fans will be there. But, you know, the last game seemed a lot slower than what we saw in Colorado. And afterward, the Avalanche players were saying that the ice was terrible because of the humidity in Tampa. So I think when they get back to their preferred surface, I'm sure will be groomed to be as fast as possible. You'll see that speed that you saw in the first two games in Colorado, which provided okay. a decisive okay. advantage. For so the specifically, Avalanche. it's the speed of Colorado, you believe, besides tonight. Kevin Blackstone. Yeah, and part of that comes with having Kadri back. I mean, you saw what he was able to do in, in overtime. Guys having his first all-star season, and it really showed up there. They may get Burakowski back as well. That's even more speed, uh, more uh, legs that have been that have been rested. So I think their offense carries them to the Bob team. Ryan. I'm going to go all Rudy Tomjanovich on you and say don't ever underestimate the heart of a champion. And just remember <laughs> that when this team was down 0-2, how did they respond? 6-2! to two. They're not going to go true, down easy, true. and I think they're going to prolong this series. Okay. Uh, but, again, we went to basketball there. And, Tim Kalashaw, how about you? Well, I do feel like I'm, I'm dressed in the two-time champion's colors. You are, today, but and, I'm and afraid, your plasma is I'm afraid as well. I can't stick with them. I do respect the two-time champs. They've won 11 series in a row. Uh, give them a shout-out for that. But Colorado's 15-3 and three in the playoffs. I mean, th- th- and they're unstoppable at home. Uh, I don't see uh, – J.A. made the great point. At home, they are faster. The ice is better. Kale McCarr, they're coming at you. I think they grabbed the mm-hmm. cup tonight. Bob Ryan, J.A. Donde. I'm estim- underestimating the heart of some original 
gangsters on this show. I love this panel today, the way this lot of played out with all the OGs for your emojis. But we got Callis Shaw and Blackstone. Showdown next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Around the Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. Kyrie Irving's wish list if no deal with the Nets. The Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks, the Heat. The Mavericks, the Sixers. Tim Kalisha, how does your wish list match with Kyrie Irving's wish list on this roller coaster of a story? I wish I was a messenger and all the news was good, Tony, but it rarely is when it involves Kyrie Irving. Usually the news is pretty silly. Uh, most hasn't he already played with the players on some of those teams, and he left them. Uh, you know, but here's the thing: he has he has the advantage over the Nets. Brooklyn's a mess right now. KB. Here's, here's the thing. How does Kyrie Irving get an opportunity to have a wish list of where he wants to go? Actually, he's already exercised his wish list of where he's, one, he's wanted to go, and every time he's gotten someplace, he's left for another spot. I don't get it. Well, if we don't get it, you don't get points. We move on. Aaron Judge avoided the arbitration hearing today. You'd think it would go very, very quickly after the season he had, if they had it. You'd think they would just give him a blank check. Uh, it was 17 million or 21 million. They split the difference, 19 million. Kevin, do you think the Yankees will live to regret not signing him long term this offseason? I think they absolutely can because look at what he's doing. They know his worth and value to the team, and yet over $4 million, $4 million, that's it. They took this man to arbitration and tried to get him to lower his price. Or try to get a lower. They will regret it, but only because he's hitting all these home runs that are going to, they hope, lead them to their first World Series victory in more than a decade. So it's a regret the Yankees can afford. Yeah, I make. saw in this new deal, if he was World Series MVP, it's it's like a quarter of a million dollars. You think the Yankees think it's worth a quarter of a million dollars if he were MVP? Yeah, they'll, they'll probably. But the point, we'll move on. Showdown three, Arch Manning and Texas. Tim, what does it mean the number one recruit, quarterback, nephew of Peyton and Eli, grandson of Archie, chose Texas, none of his relatives' alma mater? Did he make the right call? He made the right call. He made the surprise call. Where were all these quarterbacks the last decade? All of a sudden, Quinn Ewers is there. Manning is coming. The Texas Longhorns are loaded at quarterback after not having one for 10 years. Isn't this kind of like deja vu all over again, Tim? Didn't this happen like 20 years ago? Phil Simms' number one recruited quarterback son, Chris Sims, comes down to the Longhorns to lead them to glory. You're, com- you're comparing Arch Manning to Chris Sims here on the record. Kevin, well, yes, in that Texas, yes. Tim Kalisha, FaceTime. <laughs> Good call there. You know, there's always at least one strange story that comes out of the College World Series this year. It's Ole Miss. Nobody had them on their list of all the SEC teams to do anything. And here they are in the finals getting ready to play Oklahoma after they eliminated Arkansas yesterday. 
at the end of the season. Ole Miss was 11 and 10 its last 21 games. Lost to Vanderbilt in the first round. No reason to think they were going anywhere. Got great pitching, got hot. Here they come. It's going to be a great final, as it always is. Yesterday, we celebrated Title IX in this country. Today, that was about equity in sports and giving voice to, to women in sports. Today, I read from the WMBPA, as professional athletes, our bodies are our instruments, our livelihoods, our crafts. Family planning is freedom.